Greetings, fans. Welcome to another edition of Shy Lounge. It is me, your host, the sensational one, Shinblade. Hmm. Maybe I should change that. Uh, sensational sounds pretty arrogant. Maybe I should call myself the traveler for, in this case, what I got to uh, tell you today, which is a little late, but I'm going to give you the story about my take about my trip to Chicago and all in, uh, the event around it, and Actually, the aftermath that uh, came with it, that uh, some fans were saying that some fans were close to me in circles. And also, uh, I got a bit of a a rant to go on here a little later on. So anyway, let's get uh, on to it. Um, I apologize for releasing this episode a little late. Um, You know, I was supposed to do this right after I got back from Chicago, uh, Illinois, for the All In uh, event. Uh, you know, from the uh, Bullet Club, Cody and the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, all of them who uh, put the show together, which for those who watched the pay-per-view knew it was a great show. It was fun show. Uh, it ran a little bit over time, but that's not me to, uh, how can I say this, uh, to judge or anything of that nature. I went to the show. I enjoyed it. Had a lot of connections, met people. Um, just another adventure, adventurous trip, uh, courtesy of myself, but, uh, I'm already got into it. I was about to say, let's get into it anyway. Um, it was, it was nice out there for in Chicago. I haven't been in like, like nine years. Last time I visited was with uh friends of mine on a road trip from uh, Baltimore, which was like 12 hours. Imagine that, um, you know, being of religion, which I'm not going to get into, uh, you know, went up to Wilmette, Illinois, um, and in, enjoyed myself uh, with friends, uh, made new friends out of that. But anyway, I get to Chicago, Illinois, uh, Labor Day weekend, and man, it it was it was cold up there. I mean, I'm you know going into the airport, you know. For those who don't know security uh, protocol now, it's like you got to take everything out of your pockets and you can carry a bag with you. Pretty much everybody in society has bags now. So, you know, to put stuff in there. Um, I walk in there with sandals as usually um, as always, because, you know, you got to take your shoes off after the security check when you when you get through the airport uh, before you board your plane. So, you know, I don't have to go through all that. Um, anyway, I get down there and it was just like a whole bunch of fans. I kept running into them. A lot of them wearing bullet club shirts. Everybody was wearing golden lover shirts. People even were wearing, uh, John Cena shirts for some reason. I I don't know what's going on with John Cena, uh, outside of WWE that people wear shirts to independent shows. I, I ran it on that about maybe months or a couple years ago about people doing that as if John Cena was going to show up. But, um, it was a lot of events around the, uh, the area. I wanted to go to the, uh, AIW event, but it was sold out in advance because of the, uh, you know, the all in weekend and the booking. So I ended up, you know, how can I say this? Uh, being independent, just seeing, where to go and uh, who to scope out, um, just hanging out, period. You know, making yourself known and connecting to people. Uh, not only as Shinblade, but as just being someone who's from another place and 
people are from another place and just getting together and just shooting the shit, as they say. But anyway, um, you know, I uh, met CM Punk through the uh, through the Pro Wrestling Tees uh, event that they had on Friday. It was sold out in like no time. So, you know, I I had uh, placed myself to buy tickets that minute as soon as they went on sale and they sold out in like 30 seconds. And they put about 100 more tickets up there and that sold out too. So uh, pretty much, you know, a guy helped me out and I went up there and met him. Very nice guy though. I mean, I, I, I'm i a big CM Punk fan as well as a Macho Man Randy Savage fan being it is all adorned the Pro Wrestling Tea Store in Illinois, in Chicago. Um, because a lot of people, and I've seen this on Twitter People were talking about how, like, Randy Savage, he's from Florida. He's built from Sarasota, Florida. What are we doing in Illinois? Well, for those who don't know, uh, Randy Savage is from Downers Grove, Illinois, which I think is around the corner from Chicago. I think, you know, Lanny Poffo can tell you best, his uh, younger brother, who was at the event also uh, doing the Jay Lethal uh, uh, storyline of him being slapped on the shoulder and becoming the macho man, which is actually very hilarious. But, uh, yeah, he was a nice guy. And also I got a tour of the pro wrestling tea shop, which what culture had did, uh, some of their members from, uh, England came down and did that. So even if I had a video of that, you know, I would be trumped by them. Uh, I can't even use that word. I would be stomped by them, even though I like what culture for the countdowns. Um, so anyway, um, Chicago was nice. Um, I met a couple people. Uh, one of my, uh, I, I guess I would say he's a friend now. His name is uh, Jonathan. Um, you know, um, he, um, I don't want to out him or anything like that, but he's ha- has muscular dystrophy. He's, uh, you know, confined to a wheelchair, but he's a great dude. You know, just meeting him at a Popeye's across the street from the uh, pro wrestling tea shop, you know, just waiting for my, CM Punk picture, as you can see on the, uh, on my, uh, Facebook page under official shin blade at official shin blade. Um, I might have to change my profile picture just to show people, which, um, I don't really like to do as far as, uh, showing shin blade and other wrestlers and legends, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a super fan type thing, even though we're all fans, but, you know, I just want to, have Shinblade be Shinblade instead of some guy just like to stand next to people and pose the pictures all the time. I do podcasts also. Um, a hidden secret type type thing. But anyway, um, all in, um, I went to the uh, Flip Gordon uh, all out party, which was great, which was nice, awesome. Uh, DJ Z, uh, Zima Ion was the DJ for the set. Flip was very nice. Um, I known him about two years, July, from uh, Tier One Wrestling. I didn't know who he was or who he is until I saw his matches, and then about a uh, number of months after that, uh, he was uh, with Ring of Honor. He was doing the Being the Elite show, you know, getting hazed and Where do you think you're going? For those who know, very nice guy, Flip Gordon, and also he's a humble dude, like. To get all the success off the show, not only with his wrestling, but uh, being the elite and and being a uh, cast member for that show. Um, you know, he he uh, walked up to me at a CZW show in Florida, 
uh, WrestleMania weekend for uh, WrestleMania 33. He just he just extended his hand, uh, which was big for me because you know a lot of these uh, indie stars per se they don't come up to you and shake your hand as far as like uh, saying hello. You have to walk up to them, which I think is crazy. Um, but I, I guess. Uh, sort of an aspect I think about it as I'm moving up a little bit in this uh, indie wrestling world which is great but also I just like the fact that people just walk up to you and say hi my name is such and such and you know to shake their hand but All In was great Um, it was it was very entertaining it was long Um, you know being out there from the Flip Gordon party connect and also connecting with uh, Papa Buck um Matthew Lee Massey, uh, the Young Bucks father, great guy, very hilarious guy on uh, Twitter, um, and his wife, uh, Mama Buck, uh, Joyce, um, very down to earth dude, though I could say. I, I bought the Being the Elite CD, which you can see on my Instagram um, at Sensational One. So uh, if you get a chance, go pick that up. He autographs them. Uh, it, it's just good creative music that you know from the empire of the young bucks so they make money all over so um i was very delighted to see jordan grace at the uh over budget battle royal um flip gordon obviously won it which was great he came in masks as somebody um and just eliminated bully ray um i'm very congratulatory of maxwell uh jay friedman who has come from a long way from such a young age from uh, Long Island, New York, to be on a uh, national uh, outlet like that. He also does MLW, which he's the light heavyweight champion as of this recording. Also, as of right now, he's on the Stone Cold podcast, which is a great accomplishment. And honestly, for me, it's something to work up to. But then again, being a media guy and being a hidden secret, you know, a man can only dream. But, uh, you know, I had people contact me about what happened after the show, what happened after the show, what happened after the show, because they ran out of time. And, you know, it was nothing but a buck thanking everybody. But I had a great time in Chicago. Chicago has always been good to me. I didn't get the pizza, as I don't call pizza. I call it breaded casserole with tomato sauce on top. Um, but also, I got a little bit of interesting uh, tidbit to share with you. Not everybody was all in i think these people with their over opinionated quote-unquote facts was all out because you know they like to judge wrestling as it is you know just get on social media and bitch about anything and everything about wrestling so i want to tell you this story that hit me and i thought it was very hilarious um as i got back to uh, baltimore i found this uh, notification via twitter and, you know, it was one of the guys from the Pro Wrestling Tea store because everybody liked it. Everybody retweeted it in my, in my circles. And, you know, he laughed at it because uh, part of the story is that he was one of the penis druids that uh, Joey Ryan had for his set. You know, he was resurrected. And for people that don't know, Joey Ryan is an independent wrestler who infamously about two years ago, had a video of the uh, him performing the U-Porn Plex in Japan and the promotion DDT and it went viral and went everywhere and everybody started booking him and it made money. I have nothing against Joey Ryan, a great dude. 
uh, get get your money while you still can't while he can. But a lot of but for those who don't know the U porn plex, U porn plex is a move where Joey takes your hand and puts it on his genitals on his crotch outside his tights. Just let it be known, and he hulks up like Hulk Hogan would, a name that I never thought I would mention on the show, uh, and flex a couple times. And as soon as he turns his body, you flip, and that's the end of the match right there. That's his finisher. So, with that, a lot of people don't like that move. They find it corny. They find it cheesy. Um, I find it cheesy myself, but it makes him money. It gets people to buy his shirts. gets people to go up to his tables at various conventions and wrestling shows and takes picture with him. So, guess who wins? He does. My opinion don't really count. As far as uh, the money is concerned, it, it can go on the, the uh, side of morality, but in this indie wrestling world, it's all about, most of the time, it's all about how much you make and how much you save. If you're selling out seats and you're uh, being constantly on the road, like every weekend, uh, to the point where you need to take personal days off, you win. It's business. You know, just like the rant I'm about to put after this. Uh, what I could call a musical break. But anyway, I caught this tweet from him, which he retweeted. And um, I think he just clipped the uh, text out. And he says, my first piece of hate mail, LOL. I don't know who this guy is that he has on the picture here, but it's an avatar of Venom. And I'm going to tell everybody this. These are not my words. This is the letter here. And it has uh, not safe for work. Um, content in it so you might want to turn it off in five seconds if you're at work and it might uh, hit you uh, impact your job or whatever environment you're around and the text goes like this I don't understand why you did that shit at the show Saturday at All In and the fact that you were involved in that makes me sick the angle was stupid and I couldn't enjoy the rest of the show because of that bullshit and you also made a diehard wrestling fan for 40 years named Adam Lavelle to stop watching American wrestling. He's now only watches, he now only watches All Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom because he's an old school wrestling fan. I would never be a fan of Joey Ryan because his gimmick is so fucking stupid. I hope you, I hope you really proud of uh, it means I hope you are. I hope you really proud of yourself and you probably destroyed the possibility of dating women in the near future. That is all. Then I come up and uh, find this on Facebook because, again, I have circles around this guy. And this guy by the name of Adam Lavelle, who goes by the wrestling snob on Twitter, uh, he has blocked me for some very, very stupid reason. Uh, one of those opinionated assholes that if you don't agree with their opinion, then, you know, uh, you're the asshole, you know, um, which that's what it is, opinion. So he poses this. If you support All In and the shit they did on there, delete yourself from my friends list. Once I find out you're cool with it, I'll be deleting and blocking your dumbass anyways. I'm 100% serious. If you support that show, go away. Now. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm all the all in talk is over. I'm going to talk to those who are all out and who tuned in for that show. Number one, it's just like the Colin Kaepernick uh, Nike ad controversy. You paid for it. So enjoy it. They got the money. <laughs> you can't get a refund. 
anyway, uh, this is like I said, is money. Uh, they made money off of it. Joey Ryan had a storyline off the being the elite show of him being quote unquote killed by Adam Page. Um, I can't say any more about that. It was a build to the show, so it worked. Uh, it wasn't just random. If it was just random, then probably a lot, a lot of more people would be outraged and you know, kids and whatnot. Um, Joey Ryan is not for kids. At least the uh, the the penis part. Um, I enjoy Joey Ryan. I think he's funny. The oiling up and the lollipop, I, I think is uh, very funny. And a lot of people just fail to understand that comedy and wrestling has been around for such a long, long time. Um, you know, we got Santina Morello. We got Grado. We have uh, Vince McMahon, uh, the later years after the 80s. Uh, the the uh, second incarnation of Shawn Michaels and Triple H of D-Generation X back in 2006. It's all been comedy. And you have to learn, and excuse my language for Adam Lavelle and people of that nature, but you have to lighten the fuck up. Because, you know, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Move on. There's always something in wrestling that... If you don't, or even in life, there's always something wrestling, even in life, is something that you don't like that you can move on from. It doesn't impact your doorstep. Just say you don't like it and move on. It's not that serious. And people get on the internet and social media talk about, I don't like this, I don't like that. And then next you know, there's a, a friend of theirs that would say, um, oh man, I, I liked it. And they come back like, you know, don't you, you're an idiot or some kind of harsh words for it. And then they delete and block them, which I never understood because social media is what it is. Social fucking media. You socialize with people. It's just like having a dinner conversation with somebody. Oh, I didn't like this TV show. I didn't like what he did on this episode. Oh, okay. I liked it. Oh, what did you like about it? I like this and this and that. Well, I didn't like that and that. And, and you move on from that. And I've known Adam Lavelle for closely three years and you know every now and then i'll contact him and and the fact is i post my pictures on on my social media and i share it with many groups just to show the travels and people come out and see me and say well i saw you in this group and that group i was a part of his group that i got added to called wrestling done right apparently adam lavelle your wrestling your wrestling is done fucking wrong because you, it's not wrestling done right. Is is Adam Lavelle's wrestling views? That's what it should be called. And we can go from there. You bullshit people and get people to drink your fucking Kool Aid about what what you like in wrestling. And if you don't agree with them, you block them. That's not how the way the world works. I mean, if you if they don't agree with you, then they don't agree with you. You watch uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom because you made yourself a fucking hermit. Because you don't like what WWE is putting out. Guess what? A lot of people don't like what WWE is putting out. They got low ratings in Raw. Some people don't like Impact Wrestling or TNA. That's on them. Impact is making a comeback. Uh, people don't like Lucha Underground. I love Lucha Underground. Uh, they're doing their thing. They're making money. Uh, New Japan, the Ring of Honor, all these wrestling companies, or even some indie wrestling companies that I don't, I don't like the material, but they still keep doing it. I'm not going to stand outside every company and say, "Don't go to this," and if you do, delete me from, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not going to do that. That's a waste of time. I got better shit to do with my life. 
Um, and a lot of people are like that. They're like, if you don't like this, disagree with me. If it ain't human rights or, or simple common fucking sense, then grow the fuck up. You know, because all Adam Lavelle is is a guy who sells insurance out of his house and his marked out office with uh, wrestling trinkets everywhere. And he's a he's an 80s baby, which uh, as far as wrestling, he's an 80s baby and maybe a little 90s baby of what he likes in wrestling. Big guys beating the crap out of big guys. Okay, that happened. Uh, We all seen that before, you know, but now wrestling has been so colorful. It's been so fluid, just like life. That there's every taste for every there, there's a taste for everybody. It's like Baskin Robbins, thirty two flavors. But anyway, like I said, this guy is so smug that you know the wrestling snob maybe it maybe is his name. But to come out and say he's a journalist, he's fake. He's phony. He uh like you know if you don't cater to what he wants, then you're the enemy. And, it's, and a lot of people are like that. There's a lot of people on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, that are blocked. Because they stated, not in a malicious way, that they liked something and they called them out for it. So what? And, you know, people just people just so hold up into themselves. And that's what's wrong with society today. Because people are like, oh, I like this. I like that. Then somebody comes up and say, well, I like this. Whatever the opposite it is or whatever is on the side of it. Uh, I like this and I like that. Click blocked. Are you kidding me? That doesn't make you open at all. It makes you a closed hermit. And that's what this guy is. And that's what a lot of people are, closed hermits. I open a lot of people to conversations. The only time I block people is if you are very, very, very offensive and you piss off my friends. Um, damn, I'm, I'm being Hulk Hogan again. You hurt my friends, you hurt my pride. <laughs> so anyway, you piss off my friends. I'll delete you and I'll block you, however malicious you are. Um, and also, if you're not like common sense in life, uh, as as if a lot of people are, then I have no choice but to di- distance myself away from you. Um, you know, just like the Colin Kaepernick. Oh, he's disrespecting the flag. He's disrespecting disrespecting the troops. No, he's not. He's just doing something that the troops did for us, and the flag did for us. His freedom, exercise freedom. I'm not down with, and you know, I can lose uh, followers when I say this, but I'm not down with the whole non-binary, gender neutral, uh, quote unquote gender. I'm not down with that. It's a lifestyle that people want to live. That's fine. But as far as, uh, you know, the whole outrage of discrimination and you can't do this and you can't, I'm not, I'm not down with that. People want to live with it, how they want to live, you know? Um, because I, I encountered somebody like that dating, you know, they had a kid that wanted to be trans and they were under 18, uh, like 16. And I was, I, I told him my, I told him my truth. I said, I'm not down with that. Like, let your kid be an adult, then, uh, let them figure it out in life. And if they want to go that way, they want to go that way. But there's always, uh, consequences to ev- almost every action that people put out. So, um, Anyway, you know, people like Adam Lavelle, I'll still talk to him whenever the time is. I'll, I'll, I'll meet him. I'll shake his hand. And, you know, honestly, I will tell you this before it even happens. If I do that, I'm going to talk to him around back. I'm just going to tell him and I'm say, look, you have to stop being so much of a hermit. If you want to gain followers and gain fans and you want to be an infamy and all, I mean, be famous instead of being an infamy, you got to be positive. 
you don't have to be positive about everything, but you have to be positive on the on a uh, public front. So all him, uh, all people like him and people that drink his Kool-Aid, maybe even do more than that, uh, rub and tug or suck on something. And I'm going to say this with very explicit nature. Fuck all of you, because living life is about being independent. There are people that don't agree with Shinblade, but still friends with Shinblade, myself, and they, they, they support their views. And I, I completely can uh, adhere to that. As long as you're not hurting anybody or any animal, maiming or or doing anything absurd, I can get with that. Oh, oh my goodness. I, man, it's only been 20 plus minutes since I've been ranting about All In. But that's what I that's what I end up doing. Um, sadly enough, I was supposed to meet a singer out there and she was supposed to be uh, the next interview on Shy Lounge, but unfortunately, our schedule couldn't go uh, get together. Uh, schedule couldn't uh, cooperate with each other, so it ended up not happening. But when I go back to Chicago, I plan on doing so. But I had a fun time, met a lot of people, and that's the uh, greatest thing about traveling, um, other than brand building, is meeting people and, and uh, reaching out and everything. So anyway, um, I'm going to take me a quick break. I do have a uh, instrumental for you. It was a rap song that somebody sent to me that I really wanted to play, but it had too many N-bombs and, you know, bitches and such and such. And honestly, it wasn't hip hop. It wasn't groovy enough. Um, no offense to this artist, though. I hope hopefully I can get a cleaner track next time. But it is this uh, it is this artist by the name of Rory, R-O-A-R-I. And the title of the song is Persian which is instrumental and I became akin to this. It turned me, it got my attention because of the uh, name Persian because uh, of my faith and my friends uh, who are uh, Persian uh, within my religion. So anyway, if you like this beat, the artist's name is Rory, uh, Rory, I can't say it right. Uh, get with him on Twitter at Rory8GM, which is R-O-A-R-I-8GM. And on Instagram at Royals underscore ATM. And on Facebook, and this is hilarious as I'm reading this. On Facebook, you can contact this person, Rory with a cash. So I know, I, I, I know this ain't hip hop. This got to be trap or something if I listen to the album. But anyway, another rant I'm going to pop up on you. I'm, I'm not going to tease it. You have to tune in to hear it. But meanwhile, it is Rory with... Persian.
Man, uh, thank you. Thank you for still being here. I had to get me a drink while that song was playing. Uh, get some electrolytes in me because I had this long ass rant about negative people in wrestling. And from uh, negative people, uh, you know, about all in, there's a, there's another uh, so-called fake outrage that's been going around. It's been going around for about a while. And it's, um, I could say it's been going on since right after WrestleMania. And it's still, it resurfaced right now. And I'm talking about the so-called fake outrage that is... Uh, crown jewel right now which is the next wwe event in the middle east uh that they're holding i think it's on a friday or something at 12 o'clock so people who are working have to sneak it or they had to take the day off which you know i can't see myself doing <laughs> but you know the internet doesn't sleep so you know people are going to do that so anyway um a lot of fake outrage as i called um from wrestling fans, which I, I do, I don't get a lot of times because um, it is mostly not even a support system. Is that when the uh, wrestler is doing good, the support system's all behind them, and everybody's in their face and kissing their hand, kissing their feet, kissing their backside. And then when um, if a wrestler or even somebody makes a wrong move, it's like we got to dog stomp them for some reason. And, you know, um, I've been guilty of that myself. I mean, depending on the subject. But it, it's just really like this trend now, how we just go along and do what, uh, you know, go with the flow. You know, I don't think the flow of dog stomping is ever uh, cool unless like it's something like a natural wrong, a universal wrong. But anyway, um, everybody's so outraged about the Middle East um, and... Uh, Saudi Arabia, because they won't let women uh, athletes perform. Okay. Um, but the funny thing about this whole outrage thing, I'm going to paint a picture for you, is that days before this Middle East event that's going to take place in Saudi Arabia, days before that is going to be the first all-women's WWE pay-per-view called Evolution. Um, yeah, and for those who don't know, you heard me right, it's all-women. Um, to me personally, it is very hilarious that they hold that days before a Middle Eastern event that, you know, we're going to talk about women's wrestling and empowerment and everything because women have come a long way, which is true, uh, of being wrestlers, being respected wrestlers also. Um, it, it, it kind of takes everything back like three steps, then the two steps forward. You, you know what I mean? So I'm proud that WWE has finally made the uh, pay-per-view of that nature. The only thing I didn't like about it was they kept bringing uh, a couple of the uh, past stars back. And that's one thing I, I never really uh, enjoyed about WWE because WWE has so many uh, wrestlers, talents, and superstars on their roster currently and the ones who are trying to get through NXT and get through the Performance Center that they rely on. Uh, people of the past 15 years ago, 10 years ago, that have graced the ring to to boost sales um, and, and profit margins, which I get, but also you're trying, you're putting yourself out there as building stars, uh, you know, making them full-fledged athletes, you know, the, the uh, NXT people, you know, we want to see them on the main roster. I even have a problem with NXT 
being better than the main roster. And it's, it's a running joke with everybody that, that people see. You know, everybody run home to watch NXT TakeOver on Saturdays right before the WWE event on Sunday. And everybody is so thrilled and so into the event that when WWE put their main roster material up on Sundays, it's like, you know, who cares? Like, half the people who watch NXT or probably very few of them, they, they, they watch it and they're actually very passionate about it. And I get that part. But I was never a fan of the developmental uh, brand being over the main roster brand because they kind of craps on them. It's, it's like taking a big dump on your top guys when you have your secondary guys doing better than you. And, and But also I get the fact that developmental had to pour their hearts out in order to have the, uh, the big guys see them and move them to the roster. But, you know, again, that's a conversation for another day, for another episode. Um, really, with women's wrestling, um, I, I'm a, I'm a full-fledged... Uh, um, how can I say this? I'm a I'm a full fledged fan of women's wrestling. Uh, it's because that women don't get equal uh, rights or equal pay or whatever have you, and they don't get as much respect. Even though to me, women should get as much respect as men. Not being a feminist, not being a pansy, but women have a lot of strength within them, and it takes a lot you know, to live life uh, as a woman. I mean, trust me, I have mothers, I have aunts, I have friends, uh, former girlfriends, and you, you just see it within them. Um, but like I said, back to this fake outrage that people are putting. And also people posted on Twitter and Facebook and, and maybe Instagram that they're not going to watch the event. Come on now. Even if they're not going to watch the event, they're going to tune in social media for uh, gifts and highlights and whatever have you to see what's going on in results. So that's part of my take on tuning in. I will, I will be watching the Middle Eastern event. I would say more than the uh, Evolution event because women's even though women's wrestling have come a long way, period. WWE has always been revamping the women's division, especially just like the tag team division. It's like every time they revamp it, it's a new women's revolution. It's a new women's revolution, a new women's revolution. I can't even talk. Um, and it's just, it's just like, when is it going to take over? Because three years ago, that's when the women's revolution started with three women that debuted on, on the main roster. It was, uh, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and um, I think it was Becky Lynch. It, Bailey Bailey came uh, later after that. So it was those three that uh, debuted on the roster, and I think I, I think they were on uh, three different teams or something. But anyway, it was just that that started, and then next you know, three became two because two was drafted to Raw, and they had Raw Women's Title, and they kept switching it like ten different times, like every week and every week out. So, um, and it's just never impactful. And you have like many women that's in the back and not being used and catering, and whatever have you. So to me, that's not women's revo revolution. Women's revolution is, you know, like an angry mob of women taking over. They don't have to be angry, but they're taking over. You see 20 women in one week or 10 women in one week, and you just see how they improve. So I always say it failed. More of a women's revolution is the, uh, what do you call it, the women of honor from Ring of Honor. Um, I thought so with women's 
revolution with uh, Impact Wrestling, which was TNA about 10 years ago when, you know, you had Roxy, Lo- Roxy Laveau, ODB, um, you had the beautiful people, you had, you had, uh, I'm losing the name, um, Madison Rain, you had a lot of those up there, so I will try to tune in for that, I love the May Young tournaments, uh, it, it showcases women from all around the world, and I'm friends with uh, certain women that, you know, I believe they should make it. Um, so really, um, I, I just lost track again. <laughs> I went out kilter. Um, so yeah, the fake outrage, you know, because people are so upset that women can't perform in Saudi Arabia, uh, not even WWE athletes. And um, I get it as far as the country's code. I'm not down with that. Um, they're barely letting women drive in Saudi Arabia now. Um, which is uh, a breakthrough in a way. And I try to tell the people from time to time that in in Muslim countries, even in other countries too, that women are not as equal as men. Again, I'm not down with that, but that's what they put on it. I can't fight that government myself. I haven't lived there. I haven't experienced it. Um, all we can just do is uh, look and pass and look and pass. It... It's more of a business decision of WWE to put their shows over there. I mean, the people in Saudi Arabia, they said, we want WWE shows over here. They put out a buck. They put out a a, 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 um, a big surplus of money, a big surplus of money that they want WWE to come over there. And WWE, like a business, they're going to take it. They're going to expand their profit margins. They even paying women not to work. Even if the women attend, they're in the back watching it, they're paying them for that. So that's a win for the women. I mean, uh, as far as athleticism being performer, no, it's not. But on a secret morality code, that's a win for them because they get paid to do nothing. And obviously they have to make it up in other countries by wrestling and putting out, uh, you know, their craft of women's wrestling, which I get. But you can't change a country in a day. It's not going to happen. As I say again, women can barely drive. So we can only we can only applaud that for right now. I'm waiting for the time that, that women can vote. I'm waiting for the time that women can take office uh, in countries like that. It, it just takes time. I mean, United States have been more progressive about women over the years than other countries and that's okay but right now we're just not even looking good we got we got people the other countries laughing at the united states especially with the so-called president that's in office i mean it's embarrassing and hopefully that um people we can all come together as people and just uh turn over this perception that the world has of United States as far as this administration is concerned, but a man can only dream. But anyway, fake outrage, fake WWE fans. I'm not a just WWE fan. I'm a wrestling fan in general. Um, those guys, all I can say is that WWE got your bunny. If you got the network, your $10 are gone. So you might as well watch it and, and uh, have a coconut smile and sit in the corner and shut up. You know, and, and for those who just like to groan and outrage on social media go outside go go take a walk go see a show or something because it's more to life than wwe it's more to life than sitting in your mother's basement and and 
constantly bitching about what you don't like. You know, um, I can't say it enough. I, I back myself away from people that do that all the time. Um, I say again, go see a show, go take a walk somewhere. Enjoy, enjoy the weather for what it is, especially for me living up north uh, before the snow kicks in. Enjoy that. Because it's more to life than wrestling. There's a lot more beautiful things in life. And and I, I personally, for me in my 30s, I have not the time for negativity. If I don't under, if I don't enjoy something, I'm not just going to be a part of it. I can find some, some joy somewhere else. And that's the most important part of uh, living life is, is finding joy uh, wherever you can. As long as you're not hurting anybody, as long as you're not shooting anybody, as long as you're not raping anybody, it, it, it's, it's, that's just it. You know, somebody came to me about, uh, you know, being Shinblade and, you know, what I want as far as uh, my podcast and me traveling. And I just told him, I said, I want it for the experience. I don't care about fame. I don't care about being famous. I don't care about getting all the, the women or getting massive amounts of money. As long as I can live my life, I'm fine. And that's why that's one of the reasons why I respect CM Punk so much, because he was so downtrodden and tired and worn out. Uh, almost died from some kind of medical condition that he that he had staph infection, and he just quit. He's doing UFC. He didn't. He's not doing so great as far as the win loss column, but he's loving himself and loving life. He just did a movie, and you know people all the time go talk about him crying about uh, being paid. And I say to those people all the time, won't you be in that position where? Uh, WWE tells you what to do, uh, how to walk and how to step, and then when you can go to the bathroom, when can you pee, when can you take a dump. It's it's taxing. You know, life is so great being independent, not being scripted. So you have to remember that. Um, I I can't remember another guy's name, but I respect him so much because, uh, oh, Dave Chappelle, because he walked away from his show. He was making like millions and millions of dollars. And, you know, it turns out that writers wanted to take over his show and he didn't want to, he didn't want to do that. And, you know, he just left. He was so tired. He was so burnt out. He left. And there's many people in our lives. I don't mean to get preached. Excuse me. There's many people in our lives that that uh, just want to leave. They, they get tired. They get frustrated with what they have. They, but also they got bills to pay. You know, they got to keep the house. They got to make sure their family is well kept. Um, they, they got to make sure that everything in the essential column is filled. And after that, they make sure they do whatever they can in their well-being to, uh, stay sane. So again, uh, for the fake outragers and the people who want to cry and moan and everything, just, just disconnect yourself. And and I, I say again, I can't say it enough. Take a walk. I do it almost every day after after about five or six o'clock um, in the um, afternoon. I just take a walk, kind of reflect on something, you know, put on the headphones, you know, listen to meditative music or listen to something that can move me. Sit down and see life for what it is. See people walking by, you know, see uh, kids playing in the park, uh, you know, with their families. Uh, it. it it's the small things in life that would, that would make you feel whole. And, you know, uh, that's why I was never down with the fake outrage. And I never lived my life to find trigger points in my, uh, even in my social media in order to be mad at something. 
it's a lot more stress. It hurts. It weighs down on your body. And that's just not me. But let me go to a positive note since I want to discuss this fake outrage about uh, women athletes and performers. And I can't say enough. I'm I'm glad that they're winning in the end. Um, Thank you to those who have recently uh, clicked the... click the light on my Facebook page. Um, a lot of women too, which is funny. <laughs> um, I, I appreciate it a whole lot. Um, I remember one weekend I wasn't running my page. I just like shut down everything and did whatever it is I wanted to do uh, with my weekend. And I come back and I got like 50 plus likes on my page and I haven't traveled anywhere since all in. And I was so uh, taken aback by it that it was it was uh, very humbling. I don't know who's sharing my links, who's uh, passing on the information. I don't know who it is that I passed my card to that I got all those likes, but I'm really thankful for that. And I can't say it enough because it, it almost broke me down because I was going through it so much that um, in this realm of entertainment and building a brand which like almost everybody every other person is doing um it's so it sometimes can be difficult to put out an organic material that people can latch on to and be true blue fans of you instead of just doing it just be networking um but like i say again you guys help me build there's no uh, in a way it's no shy lounge without without uh you there's no shin blade in a way without without you and i thank you all for that um i i tell people all the time i'm very interactive if you want to contact me contact me it'll be a messenger on facebook contact me on uh, twitter hit me at the at uh, instagram you can dm me whatever it is that you want to uh, talk about as long as it's positivity i'm down with it my door is always open if you're around the area where i am i don't mind taking pictures uh and saying hi to you and getting to know who you are um and how i crossed your path and sometimes it can be how you cross my path and that's one of the small things that hit me in life anyway um thank you very much for those who are listening um i'm I'm so thankful for uh, almost everything that I have. Um, There's some things I'm not thankful for, but it comes to me anyway. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it took me a while to do this episode because I had a rolling blackout uh, the week before and I had to uh, get all my notes together in order to do this. So, Um, but I got it done. So in the upcoming weeks, I got an interview that I uh, shelved for a while that I'm going to... uh, release because i haven't done it yet and you all will get a taste of it especially in october i think it's more fitting to have it so um anyway thank you very much for listening um if you want to contact me go up to me at uh, twitter or instagram at sensational one s-h-i-n-s-a-t-i-o-n-a-l-o-n-e and on facebook at official Shinblade. Uh, hit me up there. You can hit me on SoundCloud where this show where this is released, and also on YouTube. I got to release uh, this episode and the last episode I have as far as a YouTube piece for those YouTubers out there. Um, so um, just let me know. Also, I'm on Apple, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Stitcher. Um, any other podcast outlets, let me know about it. I'll I'll send my information there for you to listen to. But being that said. 
thank you very much for listening. This is Shinblade. This is Shy Lounge. I offer you peace, love, and blessings to the next episode.